0: What up, nerds? It's me, your buddy, your pal. Hey, Archer. Welcome back to my channel. If you're new here, don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. I am feeling the quarantine, I think. I think it's finally starting to hit. We are now entering week five. It also could be just that my morning started off weird. Of course, I normally, if you're a loyal listener, I record these and release these on Sunday night. However, last night... I decided to eat enough Chinese food for an entire family in a single sitting and was essentially just not feeling my best. So ergo, Hey Archer comes to you on Monday, maybe Monday night. This might release. I'm not sure. But uh, I think I'm starting to feel the quarantine now, only because even when I woke up today, uh, you know, I woke up pretty standard time, I'd say, uh, or standard now for being in quarantine. And I had no idea what day it was for at least two minutes. I actually thought for a second it was Friday, but it's actually Monday. So I think it's finally starting to hit, potentially. Uh, but I hope all of you are doing well. I hope your families are safe and sound. Um, it's a, it, like you know, it's just a weird time because I feel like every week you get to meet somebody or you know somebody, um, or actually let me backtrack there, somebody in your circle whether it's your friend circle, family circle, whatever, you start, you're starting to like see people uh, mention that their family and friends have it, um, that people have died from it, that kind of thing. So it's just, I don't know, it's getting pretty weird, I'd say. However, I want this to be the shining light in your internet day on your Monday. So I'll probably leave that topic after I cover one more thing, actually. It just came to me. So... Of course, if you're new here, like, comment, and subscribe. And if you actually enjoy Hey Archer, share it with your friends. Put it on social media. I don't think I ever really say that. Um, you know, share the links, share the podcast audio. Uh, I'm, good, I'm also doing the Hey Archer clips. A lot of you have asked that instead of just releasing the full, like, 35 or 40-minute episode, if I could release segments of the show that, like, cover whatever the major topic was of that week, so I've been doing that. This week actually might have more than one clip, so we'll see. But, uh, you know, the major news last week and partially the week before that, uh, in my world at least, was the UFC. And the UFC doing uh, 249, despite all sports, with the exception of wrestling, being canceled. So, you know, I'll be the first to admit that now five weeks ago, When talk of quarantine and lockdowns were happening, I didn't really, I didn't, I grasped the concept, right? And I knew that, okay, we're going to have to be kind of stuck in our homes for a week or two weeks. I think we could all agree that we thought this would be a week or two weeks, unless you're really, you know, in the know, or um, maybe you think of the worst every time, for whatever reason. So a lot of us, you know, thought week to two weeks, whatever, you know. Everybody will stay inside. We'll get over this. They'll find cures, whatever, vaccines, et cetera. That has not happened, right? So, you know, my, the way that I feel today does not match a month ago. And I feel like that's, that goes for a lot of people. And when Dana White was talking about we're just going to push through this and we're going to still do an event, you know, I think the, the last event was three weeks ago when the quarantine was ready in effect he did it in Brazil. You know, some people were like, yeah, that's, that's brave of you. You're taking precautions, blah, blah, blah. Since that event, I don't think they've said anybody has caught the virus or anything like that. Uh, However, it has come out that in that event, there was no testing. It was an empty arena. It was in Brazil, but them taking precautions pretty much stopped at, again, from an outsider's view and from what the media says, it stopped at an empty arena and only required personnel being there. There's no testing in and out, blah, blah, blah. So when Dana's talking, you know, we're doing 249. Look at the last one, UFC Brazil. That was a success. You know, that's where all of us last week were like, dude, this is not, this is not two weeks ago. <laughs> like, you can't guarantee any of this unless there is some sort of testing that we don't know about. And there's some way you can test everybody in the fight camp. And it's, a, it's not worth it. It's one of those not worth it. But I think for the first time in my life, I actually got triggered. For those of you listening, I did the air quotes. Because I, you know, things do bother me from time to time, but not to the extent where I, like, actually, like, get emotionally angry about it and would lead me to actually, like, in my own mind, cancel somebody. Uh, not, I'm not, like, publicly telling people not to watch or anything, but I, for myself, had to stop. And um, that actually came from one of my favorite podcasts, Below the Belt. And when Brendan Schaub actually said, you know, going into 249, that what Dana White and what Donald Trump are doing is brave. And it was... It was just, I was, I think since he's a fighter, I, that's where I expected more. And since he's a fighter who doesn't make his money on fighting anymore, that's where I expected more. And to just say, like, yeah, no, it, the media is blowing this out of proportion, uh, go through the fight, fight Island, let's do it, blah, blah. It, I was, I guess, I guess the blinders came off where I was just like, oh, I get why people make fun of the show and Brendan as a person. Now, I am not here to tell you to make fun of Brendan. I'm not here to say, don't watch him anymore. If you'd like, blow the belt, go for it. Um, but for me, you know, seeing that, and I posted the, the clip on my Instagram. Hey, Archer, if you want to check it out. Seeing that, I was just kind of like, I think I, 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 I can't come back from that. I just can't. Um, and, I, and I never seek to make this like a political show or anything like that, but... The um, this just the the will to put fighters and their families' lives in jeopardy for a little money, by the way, because they still don't make they're not making crazy money still, if if we've all forgotten that. But to put such low regard to the fighters for the sake of I need sports to watch and Dana is being brave by doing this, and good for Trump by saying let's just do it, I can't get behind that. And actually Trump didn't say let's just do it with UFC. You know, two weeks ago, Trump was like, we're open by Easter, that, that whole thing. He, comm- he commended that. Um, so I had to put a stop on it, and I just couldn't do it. So um, it's one of those where I just had to kind of get those thoughts out, where in this whole thing, I, th- I think I've started to, s- with certain people online, I've started to see where they kind of align in the world. And sometimes how ignorant they could be to what's really happening. So um, that is my morning rant as I drink my coffee. And <laughs> by the way, I still had soap in the container on my first cup of coffee, and it wasn't even my regular like Nespresso pod. It was uh, like the weaker caffeine one. So I'm not off to a good start. But you know what? Let's transition into much better fun news. cheesy soundboard. <laughs> um, so for those of you listening, you might miss out on this part. So I recommend you go to my YouTube channel at some point. I have um, in this quarantine thing, I guess it I guess it just stays in conversation. I, I don't feel like <laughs> there's probably just no way to not talk about it in some way, shape or form. Um, one of the things that I did a couple weeks ago was I said that I would um, buy items and support companies that are actually small business owned and go out of my way to, you know, purchase art or whatever it is. And I did a whole unboxing for it. That's on the channel. So you should, you should check it out. But one that I didn't get in time and I wanted to do that here was a unbox from another small company called Uncle Funkies. Now, for those of you who are not in the skateboard scene or live in New York City, you've probably never heard of Uncle Funkies. But Uncle Funkies to me is one of the best um, examples of, I, I guess I want to say mom and pop, if I could label it something. And that's because they actually, you know, Jeff and his wife, they built. And what's crazy to me, they in the West Village, which is super expensive, they built a skateboard shop that managed to bring the skateboard community together in a neighborhood where they probably wouldn't even get together, if, if that makes sense. Um, and when I got into longboarding, that was one of the first shops I came across. And it wasn't at the time when I started. It was actually one, two, three, four those five shops that you know the the scene would kind of um go in between but that was the one that I loved the most because I just went in there and I just felt like I felt like I was I was leaving New York City and entering like Long Beach California surf shop like just chill never felt like pressure to buy stuff when I was there it was just like hey let's hang out and let's just talk and people would come and they'd bring their dogs and uh you know, they even have, like, one of the things I loved was every, they would always, anytime you bought a board at Uncle Funky's, um, they would take a picture of you and post it on their Instagram, and there were a couple times where, like, they sold to celebrities, but people didn't realize it at first, and in the comment section, they're like, whoa, you sold to the Hulk. Like, that's, <laughs> that's insane. Um, so I've always, I've always uh, been a huge fan of that of their shop, and one of the things that bugged me was when I left New York, I kind of stopped longboarding altogether. Altogether. I don't know, I've been messing up that word lately. I think being stuck in the basement is uh ruining my brain. So one of the things when I left New York that bothered me was, you know, I stopped longboarding, but most importantly I couldn't go to Uncle Funky's anymore. And um if I remember I'll pull up the site so you guys can see uh you know, so I stopped skating and stopped going to the shops. I wasn't in New York anymore, which bothered me. But um, one of the things that I commended them on was they, they lasted through this, like, purge of skate shops in New York. To my knowledge, they're the last one in Manhattan that I know of. Uh, if there's another one, please feel free to write it in the comment section down below. But they're the last to, to survive. And it's again, especially in a really expensive neighborhood to be in. So when this whole fiasco happened, I was like, I had to I wanna donate or something because I personally wouldn't want that shop to not exist. It did so much for me when I live there and I know that it does so much for kids and all of that. Um, especially if there's there's a skate park on the west side uh, highway, so I'm sure if something goes wrong on somebody's board, they're going uncle uncle funky's. It's like right there. So I was like, I, I wanna like contribute or something. So, I went online and bought some merchandise from them, and it came in the mail. So I wanted to unbox that with you guys, and of course, if you have a chance, visit Uncle Funky's on their website, on their Instagram, buy some merch. But most importantly, when they open up, you gotta hit them up. I feel like I need a cool like sound for like an unboxing. I don't know. I don't have one on this board. The other ones I have on this board, by the way. Hey! And then, of course. I don't know. That's all I could think of. <laughs> I've got plenty of options here, so don't worry. Um, all right, so, of course, I asked them. I tried, to, I tried to pay them just for stickers and hats, and they wouldn't let me overpay for them. So, but, most importantly, I got my stickers, and I'm a sucker for stickers. I mentioned it in the last unboxing So these will be posted everywhere, for sure. All right. Sweet. So, Uncle Funky beanie hat. Love it. Even fits over my headphones. (laughs) No, super soft. Uh, I cannot wait to wear this. I guess I'm going to have to wait until next year. It still gets kind of chilly outside. The only things I knew that were coming were the the, the hats and the, um, the stickers. So I'll see what the rest is. First up, we have... Sorry for those of you listening. There's just a lot of visual aid happening here. Nice. I have unboxed, or unbagged, Uncle Funky's T-shirt, maroon color. And it has their logo on the front. Fantastic. Fantastic. I guess I'll rest that here. Yeah. And then the second piece we have here. Nice. Nice. Second variant, we have the black Uncle Funky shirt with the classic pink logo. And on the sleeve, I don't know if you can see it, it says NYC on it, which is dope. So again, Uncle Funky's boards get funky now. One of my favorite, favorite shops of all time. So yeah, if you get a chance to head to New York um, once this is all over, and you're big into skating you're big into longboarding uncle funkies is where you need to be so check them out for sure i will put their links down below and if you have a business that you love and respect um and you don't publicly see them advertising stuff uh reach out to them it doesn't hurt just to be like hey miss visiting your store miss doing blah 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 uh can i buy gift cards can i buy whatever just to help keep them afloat um Because again, more people are suffering than you realize. Some of them probably just aren't even saying anything, which is um, insane. So, the last thing I want to do on today's episode, this is kind of like a mix of different things that I do on the channel. We had an unboxing, we talked UFC, and I wanted to talk about a movie I watched. And I normally do two-minute reviews, so for those of you who are new, um, make sure that you check out my two-minute review series here in the channel, because I want to review things for you and the attention span most people tend to have on movies. Oh, I didn't do my transition. <coughs> movie review time. So yeah, I normally like to do reviews in two minutes or less to meet the attention span of our youth and most of you. Uh, But I wanted to give this one a little bit extra, a little slight extra bit of time. There was a movie that came out about, I think, two years ago now, maybe a year ago. And going into it, it had no reason to succeed. And mainly because the franchise was sold and acquired by its rightful owner. So... I didn't even give it a chance. I didn't give it a shot. Now, when I, when I was sitting down the other day, I wanted to try to separate myself from not only just work, but podcasting, because I feel like now that I'm home, I'm either working on my real job or working on this, and there's very little time for me to just like pull myself out, so I said, all right, I'm going to dedicate two hours, just watch something And hopefully it will not be related. I didn't even put on my lighting today. Hopefully it will not be related to any of this. And sure enough, it found its way in. I decided to watch X-Men Dark Phoenix. And as I mentioned, it had uh, all the reason in the world to fail. And it did. It bombed. And the trailers were terrible. And the plot of the movie was terrible. But man, did they really put in some effort on the graphics and the design? And that act, I got to say, when the movie was done, after I, after I made fun of it the entire way through, I was like, you know, this isn't really a half bad movie. I, if I would have paid 20 bucks to see it, then yeah, I probably would have. I would have probably been upset about it. But otherwise, pretty decent movie, I have to say. Uh, graphically, good. Um, you know, they, a, a lot of people complained, uh, um, by a lot of people, whenever I say a lot of people, I mean the fan base of whatever it is I'm talking about, but a, a lot of them complained about the uniforms for one, because what the first movie was starting to do was kind of show how everybody can have their own, like kind of costume variants and their own look. And then this one kind of brought it back to everybody looks the same. So that was one complaint. I know people had... S- Uh, expressed but the other thing people were complaining about was oh this is going to be an attempt to be like woke and the movie would just be like you know a man bad women awesome type movie Um, because that's what the commercials kind of showed and the movie wasn't really that at all aside from like one throwaway line which was the we should be called x x women or x woman or something like that um that aside though I did, when the movie was done, I wasn't like mad at the movie. I, I think they, you know, of course they knew this was the end. They knew there was nothing after it, and they just said, "Screw it, let's just do the the Phoenix story." Now, when they decided to do this story, was it before they knew they were going to be sold? That I don't know. I think they knew it when they were writing it at that point, and as they were because they re they reshot a lot of it. So as they're going through the movie, they knew they were being sold. But upon deciding that they were gonna. Do this. that they know they're going to be sold? I'm not sure. Because, uh, once again, the Phoenix line, it doesn't even have to match the book anymore, I feel like. If, if an X-Men movie in the future wants to do Dark Phoenix, yeah, do your own thing, by all means. But this, the plot just didn't make any sense. It was like, you know, they, at first they try to do what X-Men, was it X-Men 2 did, or X-Men 3? Yeah, 3, where... um. Well, two into three, where they show that like Jean has like the X uh, or the Phoenix force in her. And then all of a sudden, as the movie goes, they're like, nope, sorry, it's actually an an, an outside entity that's going to control her. So you're like, "Okay, so that that's how she gets it now. Fine. Um, And then they then they introduce these other characters who I at first I'm like, oh, are they supposed to be like a Shi'ar empire or something? And it's like, no, they're just aliens here to capture the Phoenix Force. But once again, is the Phoenix Force the outside entity or is it her, right? So as the movie goes, you're like, okay, it's actually the entity they're trying to get. And what's confusing in the movie is that Phoenix, like, Jean Grey is like, I need to get away. I have all these powers. And then the X-Men are chasing her. And then she tries to get help. And then she turns evil for like a second. And then she's good. And she's never... She's only, like, evil in this movie for, like, maybe two minutes. So I'm confused as to, one, why is it Dark Phoenix or whatever? And two, why are they all trying to kill her? Like, she does... She does have the ability to control the power in in her own way. It only, like... You know, the switch goes off, like, I think twice maybe in the movie for a total of, like, five minutes. But it was very confusing. I was like, I'm not sure where you're going with this. But... It made me think of something else, which is at what point do you say, all right, we're going to just burn this bridge as far as a movie goes. So you know there's no sequel. You know this is the end of the run. But as you're directing and writing this movie, if you can make it good, who knows, maybe Marvel brings you in to do their series of X-Men movies. I'm not sure. Um, but, uh, yeah, I was I got to say I was shocked by how much I enjoyed it for how terrible the story was for how terrible the, the, the acting, some of the acting was pretty bad. But visually it was great, and there was actually a lot of potential there. It just didn't know what it was supposed to do. And I, I think that was the root of the problem there. But if you get a chance to watch it, if you haven't seen it and you've seen the other X-Men movies, you might as well at this point. Just give it a shot. But there's a couple other movies on the, um, on the agenda for this week that I will try to watch. And hopefully I can give you some uh, two-minute reviews on that for sure. But that wraps it up. That wraps up this uh, kind of short episode of Hey Archer. There's not much new stuff happening. So that's what makes it the whole thing interesting. And that's where if you've been watching my Hey Archer Live or my one-on-one videos, for one, you should if you want to create content. But the the one thing I, I mentioned last week is if you're trying to be a creator or creative, make your own content, whatever, try to make it so that you cover many different topics. Because I gave the example of um, Star Wars Theory, where I think he's doing it right. You know, his Star Wars Theory channel, killing it in the numbers. And he now has other channels to talk about other topics. Because now on Star Wars Theory, he's only talking about, you know, what if stories again because there is there are no new stories coming out currently um i think the kylo ren books maybe the comic series is still going but for the most part there's not a lot of like big major news happening so by him having other channels dedicated to other franchises it allows him to kind of jump around topics so you could do it that way or do it the way i do it where i kind of cover a whole bunch in one shot Uh, i always say not always i always say i always say i gotta stop doing that One of the things I mentioned last week too was I think for this channel, I want it to be kind of like a a G4 type of thing where it covers a bunch of different topics that you as a fan base probably are interested in. You know, maybe you're interested in the comics and the movies, or maybe you're interested in the UFC and the movies or like some sort of mix of it. So if you're going to make your own content, I suggest do something like that. And then if you start to really like one topic, maybe make a separate channel dedicated to that or just another segment. Dedicate to it. But don't focus on just one thing. Because if that thing goes away, like the UFC, you're screwed. Because there's, no, there's nothing to talk about at this point. And unfortunately, a lot of journalists and podcasters are sitting idle because there's nothing else to talk about. So diversify your bounds. I won't say the last word. Family friendly show. But thank you for being here. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Sorry that it's late, but the Chinese food got to me. And I hope that you've been buying local uh, food from local restaurants, helping them out, and we'll get through this together. You just can't, can't rush it and pretend it's not real. Because it's real. It's all real. What was it? Oh, yeah, like in uh, when Solo said that. It's real. All of it. And I'll talk to you nerds in the next video. Like, comment, and subscribe. Share it with a friend, peace.